With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil MMA Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Evil Eddie, and we are here on a Sunday night about to, well, actually, no, it's it's actually Monday morning right now here on the East Coast, but we have a special guest here on Pure Evil MMA Podcast. We actually have the champ over at BPFC right now, and I don't even need to introduce her because she's been on the show so many times that at this point, it would just be rude. So I'm just going to say this. We got Misfit, the champ here. What's going on, Misfit? How you doing? What's up, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Listen. All right. So just really quick, catch all of our listeners up here. If you're watching on the video cast here on Periscope, YouTube, uh, Facebook, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Subscribe down below because we do this every week. We do about two episodes a week. Subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, you know, anywhere that you can get podcasts. Podomatic. I mean, the list goes on and on. You can just Google me. Google me, bitch. But all right, let's jump into things. We had BK. We had a wild weekend. I mean, we had UFC Greenville go down. We had Bellator. We had Glory. We had my co-host James McSweeney fight this weekend. But I think the one event that really stood out amongst them all was BKFC. And I think it's really crazy. I mean, this promotion is only on its sixth event, and yet they're gaining more traction than the UFC or Bellator. I think that's very impressive. Last night's event was uh, really talked about. And we got the champ right here, BKFC's Misfit Ferrer. So, Misfit, let's start out with this because, you know, just just quick preview to the listeners. We're going to be talking about BKFC 6, but also I need I need some uh, relationship advice. I'm not going to lie. I need some, some real talk. But let, let's really quick talk about BKFC 6. Were you excited about this fight versus Artem and uh, Pauly? And, and what did you think was going to happen? Who are you rooting for here? I was very excited for the fight. And I was rooting for the boxer. Um, I thought he would pull it off. I thought he would outwit him. I thought he would have more speed. I thought his defense would be better. I thought he would see everything. He pretty much did see everything that Artem threw. But, I mean, he got caught. He got caught a few times. But uh, Polly just didn't, didn't, his counters weren't there. Like, Artem was a wide open, overextended so many damn times that, I mean, I don't get it. I don't know what was in Polly's head if he was just scared. They look both scared. Like, the Jason Knight said at the end, I watched his interview, they say, like, uh, is Polly was just a little more scared than Artem. <laughs> so well, I agree with Jason Knight there. Mister, um, can I ask you something really quick? Yeah. Just to catch yeah. everybody up, what is the difference between the scoring that you see in the UFC or boxing compared to BKFC? What, what's the difference? What are the judges looking for at BKFC? I, Florida, I don't, I don't know what they're looking for 
in Florida, I know every commission and judging is different, how they perceive things, how they're judging things. But I'm thinking that, I mean, probably the aggression, it looked like, you know, um, Artem was coming forward more. He wanted to engage more, you know, so I think maybe that's Polly a little bit in the judge's eyes. Um, cause he looked like he was evading more than he wanted to engage. Uh, probably uh, the scorecards over to, for Artem's favor. So I think that's my opinion. When you, when you were watching, you thought Artem was doing a, uh, cause I scored it honestly. Like I originally went like my initial reaction. I was like, Paulie's actually doing really good. And then I had a couple of comments yeah. like, you can't look at it like a boxing match. You can't even no. look at it like a MMA. I mean, MMA is completely different than boxing, especially oh, KFC. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the other thing. Artem, every time he would land, it was doing a lot of damage on Paulie. Paulie ate a couple of shots. And I know that Paulie was denying it, but what did you see from Artem here? Were you impressed with Artem's performance? I mean, I love Artem's heart. Artem, Artem has a lot of heart, and he has a lot of fight in him. Um, I've, yeah, I he, he was brave enough to go in there with a, a, a world-class boxer, you know, two-time world champion, or three-time, I think two-time, right? Two-time world champion. How about we'll just um, say multiple-time world champion? <laughs> yeah, multiple-time world champion. Uh, he's, you know, I yeah, I'm impressed with him, you know. But, I mean, how did you score this fight? How did you score this misfit? I thought, oh, I mean, from, I have an MMA mind, I have a Muay Thai mind, and I have a boxing mind, yeah. and I have a bare knuckle mind. <laughs> I have so many, so a different, for Muay Thai, I say Artem, like my Muay Thai scoring, you know, go forward, be the aggressor hit harder and then you got the boxing like evading you know uh polly was touching them i feel like i i don't know i don't know it's it was such a weird fight it was very strange fight it just felt like it was a it was just weird i don't know it wasn't what i expected here's the thing about this though bkfc after just Think about this. This is what really blows my mind about all of this. They're only on their sixth event. And think about how many people were excited looking oh forward God, to this yeah. fight uh, compared to UFC or Bellator or Glory. I think that's really impressive. So w with that being said, this could only mean that the future is, uh, I mean, the sky is the limit here. And I even saw Hector Lombard. I mean, what, what's the guy's name? David Feldman, the uh, owner of BKFC? Yes. He took a picture after this main event with Hector Lombard inside inside the ring. I mean, the opportunities are endless. You got people like uh, Rumble Johnson in there that are trying to like you know manage fighters, set up fights. And I mean, honestly, they did such a good job promoting this. I I saw a lot of effort between both of these guys, even during the event. Listen, I know that you saw this, Misfit. Don't deny that you saw this, and, and I want your input on it. Pauli Malignaggi was calling out Artem on the way he was getting wrapped. Uh, what are the rules there, and, and what did you think about that? What, what was going on there? What oh, I think they were just... 
I think they were just messing with each other. I agree. To be I honest agree. with you, I think they were just. That's like head game stuff. Yeah. You know, that's head game stuff, and I don't think there was. <laughs> he said there's a scent. Who said? Was it Artem that said there was a scent to the to the Vaseline? <laughs> so they made him take it off. <laughs> that's so funny. It's they all made antics. Them, like, switch out their whole Vaseline. It's hilarious. I think that is like the pettiest shit ever. Here, here's the thing, though, champ. Here, here, here's the thing. Listen, Artem Abop knows what he's doing when it comes to promoting a fight. Paulie Malignaggi knows what he's doing when it comes to promote a fight. But all these people, think about this. All these people were expecting an all-out brawl. They were really trying to up what they saw last time with Artem versus Jason Knight. You're not going to see that. No, that's like the what? What is that? The the UFC fight that put him on the map. Um. Who was it? Was, uh, he, he, was it Forrest? And, uh, you know, that, that all-out fight that put... Oh, the Ultimate the Fighter match. Season 1. You had Forrest Griffin versus yeah. Stephen Bonner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. That, that, I've got those guys' names in my head. The BKFC guys in my name in my head right now. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of like that. I mean, that not many people are willing to bang like that. You know what I mean? Like... That's bare-knuckle fists on your face over and over and over again. Those two guys are special. They brought out the beast in each other. You know, styles make fights. Everybody says it. And those guys, uh, they got mad heart. And their levels are the same, I feel like. Let me also ask you this, though. I, I got to ask you this. What should have Paulie done different in this fight? Now, looking back, I know it's, you know, kind of forced, like, uh, you know, looking back, obviously everyone's going to have an answer, but what would you say to to Paulie in his corner? Because it looked like he was doing this fighting like he was getting scored as a boxing fight. What, what would you have said yeah. to uh, Paulie? I, I would have told him, look, dude, this isn't a 12 round fight. Going to the body like you're going isn't going to slow him down in the fourth, fifth round. That doesn't start until about the eighth round. So, you know, Sorry to get off the subject, but we, we, I, I was like, he went in autopilot mode. I feel like in, like, he boxed 12 rounds for so many years. He was going to the body, going to the body. And I think he was like, that's his, his breaking down, breaking him down, trying to break him down. But he only had five two minute rounds. But if I was in the corner, I would tell him he, he the arm is wide open for counters. You know, I think his counter game. He should have been countering. He, he's a, he, that's, uh, that was his money right there. He would have, he would have, he would have dusted him. He yeah. just was not coming back. But I also heard that he broke his hand. So, well, I don't know. There's many things that played that could have been playing for Polly. I don't know. I heard he broke both hands at one point. So I don't know what's true, what's not. I haven't seen any, any, uh, media on it or any like verification, official verification on that. Now, going into the fifth and final round, where were you at? W what were you scoring it? Did you have it 2-2? Two, two? Did you have it? What were you at? Uh, I just knew that he was not winning. He was, he, he was not uh, pulling the trigger. I just I felt like he was in rounds. I didn't even know because it was so weird the way they were fighting that I didn't even know how, because how, Arden was coming forward, so I know the aggression, and I don't, 
the scoring. I don't know the scoring because there's so many different damn refs out there. Yeah, I mean, uh, judges scoring. They're maybe they're from boxing. Maybe they're from MMA. Maybe they're from Muay Thai. Don't know. Like, I didn't know how that was going to go. I don't know. You know, boxing is so much. They go on, you know, punches and power punches and, you know, not or getting through the gloves, landing. I don't know how they're scoring this, to be very honest with you. And it was in a new state. So I'm sure the fighters were aware. They, they let them know the scoring system. But I wasn't there when they did the rules meeting and stuff. So I, I didn't know how they were scoring that completely. I thought Artem was coming forward more and kind of like bullying him around. So it looked bad for Polly. And he wasn't, Polly kind of looked like he was running-ish. So that doesn't look, that looks like timid, you know. So even though he's boxing and not, and not getting hit. It's he's still looking timid in in a fight like that. I mean, listen, we know where this promotion stands when it comes to entertainment. When you step in there, are you feeling the pressure of trying to push for a finish? Is that what you're feeling when you're in there? I'm in there looking to hurt somebody the, the, in the most fast, violent way I can. And that's been my whole career. That's how I fight, period. That's why this is made for me. You know, like when yeah, Dave Timms comes out and says, get in there and fight, okay, I'm, I want to, that's what I'm here to do. We're here to, fans, that's why I don't enjoy MMA as much because of the ground. Even though it's it's awesome stuff, I don't think it's very exciting when uh, fans are watching it because, first of all, they don't know what's going on. But they do love to see a knockout and people beating the crap out of each other intelligently and skillfully now what did so, you think about some of the other fights on this card i mean we had joey beltran on this card we had chris Lieben going up against dakota cochran let me ask you this really quick misfit there was something that really upset me that i saw in the media and i, th I think in 2019 this is so inappropriate uh sb nation came out with a headline saying chris Lieben got fisted by a guy that was in gay porn how do you feel about that? Because that really got under my skin. That is not a headline I want to see from a top. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. Maybe so mad. That's ridiculous. It's on um, for, right? Yeah, that shouldn't have been released. I agree. I didn't even see that. Oh, man, I don't... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's that's some pretty shitty shit to, to be posting, you know? Of um, all things to say, beating a, a veteran like Chris Lieben... That's your headline? It's just uncalled for, especially during this week. Now, I'm going to get off this subject really quick. I got to ask you this. Uh, what's going on with Beck? Uh, is she leaving BKFC? What, what do you know as far as you understand? The only thing I know is she signed with Bell Bellator, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's an exclusive deal, so she won't be, to my knowledge, to what I know, um, yeah, she's not fighting in uh, BKFC anymore. So what are you looking to do moving forward uh, in 2019? I'm, when are you looking to get back I'm, in there? Do you have anyone on mind? I mean, what, what's going on? Well, that we're having a tournament now. Uh, Dave made a tournament for the bare knuckle belt. Yeah. So I want to have the world belt. I want to have the American title. And I want to have the bare knuckle belt and be um, David Feldman's champion and represent and put on a good show and show how champions uh, should train and be as fighters and just represent. Now, let you me know? ask you this. 
I, I saw that you got to kind of mingle with Francis Ngannou. I mean, what was that like? Who have you been training with? What's what's going on? That's uh, one of my coaches. Um, you know, he trains him. He's actually he left. He's leaving tomorrow for um, the fight this weekend for Ngannou. He fights this weekend G against uh, JDS. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, it's he came out and ran with us. He, you know, he he comes out and run, does the cardio. It's really cool to meet him. I, I, the first time I seen him fight was when he knocked out uh, Overeem, and oh, I was God. amazed. That was like the craziest knockout I've ever seen in my life to this day. <laughs> that is the craziest knockout. I, I was like, I've never like been like, oh my god! Like, I was scared. I, I thought Overeem was hurt bad. Dude, he probably was. He probably is. He probably still hasn't came back from that. <laughs> like that shit was like the craziest knockout. And then they made that meme with his soul coming out. Yeah. Oh, that was the funniest shit. <laughs> now, what is Lee Canyon? You 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 said that you ran Lee Canyon. What is that? Oh yeah. Um. That's Mount Charleston, so it's at um, it starts at about sixty five hundred feet, and then we we end our run at about I think nine or ten thousand feet. So it's like a straight up, it's like uh, five miles up, just straight up. Like we're running like uphill, like we're gaining like five thousand feet in uh, five miles, four or five miles. I think it's five, or maybe six miles. And when you're training with these guys, I mean, do you feel more added pressure? As a female, to uh, kind of keep up with them, how do you feel when you're training alongside these guys? Um, I, I'm, a, I'm with some really young, fast men and women. I mean, Kylie Fulmer, she's the she's a boxing champion, and she she's up there in the front with them, beat, almost beating them. So I mean, these, I'm not I'm not the best runner, so I can't like even come close to saying I am, but I. Uh, I finish my runs and I don't stop. But yeah, it's great to be around these young boxers and um, they're they're just so athletic, so fast, and uh, they push me and make me try and be better and faster. You know what I mean? If I'm if I'm keeping up with these kids, then I'm not doing okay. <laughs> Listen, before we move on to the personal quest, we got about five minutes left here, and I'll, and I'll let you go. But let me okay. ask you this really quick. Uh, going back to what you were saying about your next fight. When is this tournament starting? I didn't get the date out of here. Is uh, there a so date? Fight, um, yeah, we start August 10th. Okay. August 10th is... Uh, the, it's I'll two be months away. A pony to be determined. Um, it'll be released, I, I believe, Tuesday, who I'm fighting. Um, David Felton will, will let everybody know or put something out, probably a flyer or something. It's uh, so exciting. Yeah. Only six events in. There's so much looking forward uh, yeah. with, with events, possible matchups. I mean, the sky is the limit, like I said. Now, let's jump to the last couple of questions here. I want to get personal yeah. with you, Misfit. I mean, me and you, I, I consider you a friend. I mean, yeah. we've been talking for so long. I've been able to watch you bloom. We talk all the time outside of interviews. I mean, me and you probably yeah. talk every three days. So uh, yeah. let, let me uh, kind of get everybody up to date with what's going on in my love life. I mean... Honestly, I'm a slut. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of a slut in this day and age with like, you know, social media with what you got going on, on Facebook. You got Tinder. Uh, you got Bumble. I just downloaded. I'm gonna whisper this. I just downloaded the Cougar app. So like, I'm on all these. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on all these apps. But like, you know, I'm juggling a couple of girls. I try to keep them all secret. But like, obviously, 
The one girl I like is giving me the hardest time, playing the hardest game. Now, check this out, Misfit. On her birthday, I brought her out two nights in a row. First night was me and her. I spent $200. The next night, I spent $200. And then she started getting weird the second night. And we got uh -huh. into like this this kind of fight because someone was like, we went outside to smoke a cigarette and some guy uh -huh. outside was like, oh, I got lost in your eyes. Yo, I flipped uh -huh. out. I started screaming. I made the guy apologize. She got mad at me for defending her. That made me feel like awkward. Like if a guy says that to your girl, you're going to feel a little, some type of way, right? Yo, hell yeah. Well, I'll fuck somebody up. How would you handle that situation? How would I handle that? If somebody looked into your girl's eyes and was like, oh, oh I, I forgot what I was going to oh, say. I got lost in your face. eyes. I'll probably punch him right in the face. Well, you know, I'd be like, hey, bro, back up. You know what I'm saying? That's my girl. If he, don't, if he doesn't respect it, then he's getting, he's getting a kick to the nuts and I'm going to fucking tear his ass up with a 22 piece. <laughs> you know what I said? <laughs> I said, this conversation ends here and I made him step away. I made him apologize about it. So listen, the night goes on. We were talking about it, and I was like, listen, if you don't want me here, if you don't understand why I did that, then I'll leave. She let go of my hand, ran ahead to her friends. So you know what I did, Miss Fit? Oh I left. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, I'm gonna no. leave. Did I do I'm the right thing or no? Yeah, I think, I think so. I don't know. If a girl's going to play games like that, I'm cool. I don't play games Thank like you. that. You know what I mean? I, if, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't play games like that. If you're going to play, then... Go play with some, some other dumbass. Someone younger. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Misfit, I just turned 30. I, I just turned 30 not even a week ago. So, like, it made me feel some type of way. Like, I'm, I'm done with all this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Last question yeah. to you. Last question to you. Um, uh -huh. So, right now, she'll go a week without talking to me. She'll hit me up on the weekends, come over, sleep over. You know what it is. But then, uh -huh. during the week, she'll block me. And then unblock me on the weekend. What would you do if you were me? Do I just let this girl go? Do I keep talking to her, playing the game of like, yeah, just come over on the weekend. We can do this and that and just keep it as that. What would you do? How would you feel? Wait, she blocks you on the weekdays? On the weekdays. Come Friday. <laughs> so unblock me, talk me, play all this game with me, come over, sleep over, uh, and then block me again come Monday. What would you do? <laughs> Well, I, I would just keep her as a side piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep her as a side piece. I mean, she obviously has a family life during the week, so I won't bug that. And you know what? I do too. <laughs> I do too, and that's the thing. That's what I told her. I was like, just communicate with me. If you just want to come over for a booty call, that's fine. I'm doing. I'd rather do that. I'd rather do that yeah. than get my emotions into it and get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what? what <laughs> Last question, what am I in for? I just turned 30. What am I 30 going to be like? You're only a couple years older than me. What can I expect in these next couple of years? I'm not going to start throwing down a little bit. You'll start, you're like, I get it in probably about 33. You'll start slowing down. Things will want to, you'll want to come down, I'm sure. Probably, probably that. But you're going to have fun right now. You're going to, I feel like you're both stable. During, you get more and more stable during these years. And, um, man, I'm having fun getting older. What do you like do? It. What do you do to kind of, uh, you know, go out of the way of distractions 
or obstacles like that? Like, how do you avoid these obstacles and stay focused on the main goal of being champion at BKFC? What do you do to kind of keep your mind clear? Oh, I do a lot of, I just make sure I'm, I, I'm eating, eating well and drinking, you know, a lot of water. That's like the main thing, keeping my body clean. If I start to get all, all over the place, then I make sure I go to my yoga class. You know what I mean? Like all the, these little things that help. Um, I go on a lot of runs, you know, it's, it's more, mostly, um, physical exertion that helps me personally be selfish right is that what it is so just try to be selfish and go after what you need to be stable right yeah yeah the more selfish i am i feel like the more healthier i am for my surroundings and people around me to be honest those are words of a champion right there misfit i want to thank you so much for joining me once again here on pure evil in may before we let you go what can we expect from you on social media like uh in the next couple of weeks are you gonna keep everybody updated what, what's going on with you like what's your upcoming week like what do you got planned oh yeah i'm just gonna be posting videos you know of my training my upcoming uh, for my upcoming fight who i'll be fighting um that will be this week i'll have on my social media um just a lot of my my training posting that's that's most that's my whole life so that's all i really have to post <laughs> oh last but not least you know what we like to do i'm gonna hand the imaginary microphone over to you if you want to give a shout out to anybody your sponsors your coaches anyone at all uh the floor is now all, and especially your social media uh for everybody to follow you the floor is now all yours thank you thank you i just want to thank dave feldman and bare knuckle team for giving me another opportunity to perform and um get in there and beat somebody up um i want to thank my coach dewey cooper um black cover psychic system my strength and conditioning coach david hayes my wife my support uh system um never tech canada uh healthy healthy one uh my nerdy neighbor um athlete everybody else everybody check out athlete hub um on um, instagram their new uh app for athletes and fans of uh sports of all kinds um Let's see here. Wait, wait, what is Nerdy Neighbor? You have a Nerdy Neighbor or is that a company? Oh, no, my Nerdy Neighbor is actually, it's a Mississippi guy. He, he fixes phones. He's a sponsor of mine. He's called my Nerdy Neighbor. He's a badass guy. <laughs> I love that yeah, name. Yeah. I love that Yeah, name. he's, he's, he's hella cool, man. He's, a, he's, he's like a, a nerdy gangster type <laughs> dude. He's, he's cool. He's super cool. Uh, but yeah, if you're in Mississippi, check him out. Um, if your phone's broken or something, he get the nerves over there that'll help you out <laughs> champ i want to thank you so much we're looking forward to everything coming forth and uh last but not least we wish you best of skill god bless thank you bye there you guys go missed it for rare champ over at bkfc giving the rundown of what she thought about last night's event and i had mixed emotions last night i, I was kind of looking at like boxing rules then i looked a little bit deeper into it they don't score it like boxing they don't score it like mma obviously so when I look back at it, three rounds to Artem, two rounds to Pauly, and that's it. And you know what? Last night I even thought about it. I was like, what do they do from here on out? Well, Dave Feldman posted a picture of him and Hector Lombard together. Options are limitless. The sky is the limit here for BKFC. Think about it. six deep. That's it. Brand new promotion, six deep. You had more people interested in the main event of BKFC over UFC Greenville. I may be wrong. At least for me and a lot of people that I talk to. Even if you watched UFC last night, there's no way you went to bed without trying to find out 
what the results were for the main event of B56. So with that being said, guys, I'm Evil Ed from Pure Evil MMA, PureEvilMMA.com. Remember, subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. All the links are up above. Follow me on Twitter at Evil Echo. That's E-V-I-L underscore E-C-C-O. Also on Instagram at PureEvilMMA underscore. That's P-U-R-E-E-V-I-L MMA underscore. All the third graders up there that don't know how to spell. Last but not least, guys, win up to the end. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. The evil sucks.